Welcome to Not For Nothing, your, your home for sports. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> With Chris and Chris. Yeah. How are yeah. you? Yeah. Great. You? Great? Yep. Super. We're recording this on Friday, which is a little out of turn, but you'll be grateful, dear yes. listener, that we are not, we didn't do brackets this year. Oh, thank God. Yeah. And you know what's kind of funny about that is like- Already know, busted. Mine, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Like just yeah. watching Kentucky lose was like worth watching yeah. Kentucky lose and then, Same for Iowa and then sending a shitty text message that got unanswered to Jeff Hunter was like worth the 50 bucks that I wasted on the bracket. <laughs> Is he a Kentucky guy? Yeah, he went there, loves Kentucky. I mean, okay. it's perfect. It's perfect. Is for he him. from Kentucky? Yeah. Okay. Or Cincinnati. Like, it's hard to tell. I think he's from Cincinnati, but went to Kentucky because they're like mm. so close. Sure. But like, it's like... The whole thing's just like, of course, he likes the Kalapari team. Like, it just, and then, and then I just texted him. I haven't texted him in two years since we stopped playing fantasy football. And that, mm. that, he just didn't like a suit. Yeah. Like, I had the text locked and loaded, waiting for overtime to end, and then <laughs> fired it off and just silence. It, uh, you know, people, Kentucky fans really turned on Calipari quickly too. There, yeah, they're like, get him out of here. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's no Tubby Smith. <laughs> It's he has an impossible job. Like all, he's just a master recruiter. Like it's impossible. It's I, I like you turn on him and then what? Then what do you get? Yeah, who you go? Who you going after? Watch how long it takes Kalapari to get picked up. Literally anywhere. Like yeah, yeah. You, you don't deserve him. Like Kentucky, I mean, the only the Kentucky only thing basketball they doesn't deserve it. Like they don't deserve what he has given them. Like I'm not the biggest Kalapari fan and all that stuff. Calamari, I love Kalapari, <laughs> not so much. Wow. That tickled my funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's he's an incredible um, he's an incredible coach. He's not a great X's and O's guy. He's not a great game coach, but he's a great coach. Yeah, when he calls timeouts when they're down three, I'm like, I don't. What does he say? What is he even saying? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can't imagine. Like, maybe he's a pretty he's good motivator. Up, yeah. In yeah. that way, speaking of motivation, he's on the new season of Billions as a motivational speaker, which is hilarious. That like, it's interesting. Yeah, you know who's not on the season of Billions? St. Peter's coach. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy's way better lines. Yeah, well, listen, and the fact that Calipari kind of switched things up again and started taking transfers instead of just going all freshmen every year, I thought was actually kind of, uh, I was impressed by that notion. Yeah. That he was like, listen, I got to do something differently because that's not that wasn't working anymore. And I have like too many f- good freshmen who can't play. They don't get to play. They don't get to play. Uh, and he went with the, like the transfer thing, which is kind of the new thing to do, which usually, you know, is works to a lot of people's advantage and it's players, it's players just, this time, it, what, which what, I was hugely surprised. What I've realized and probably should have realized years ago about the NCAA tournament is that like when you have a team full of players, like the top AAU players or whatever, like the McDonald's all Americans mm-hmm. that have only been the best at their thing together for so long that they're mm-hmm. so accustomed to winning. When a team comes through that plays basketball together, that has seniors, mm-hmm. that just has flow and doesn't mm-hmm. get rattled by like a couple monster ducks, mm-hmm. 
Like, then it's like, well, wait, what are we doing? Like, wh- then they kind of just turn themselves. Like, I didn't see, there was no ball movement at the end of that game. Yeah. On the Kentucky side. It was just like, get it to the guy, see what he can do. And if he didn't do it, they just ran back. And then they started missing free throws. Like, they just got shook. Like, they got yeah. completely shook. And I'm like, oh, wait, these are kids. Mm-hmm. Even if they've been told they're the best ever. Also, like, there's the point, the part of this that's like, do you really give a fuck when you're gonna get paid? Yeah, as soon you're as just the there season's for over, the year, like literally maybe. as soon as this game but, is over, there's a consolation that like you're gonna get paid. Like right. that, that's right. where St. Peter's like the, that little mustache Dylan Nation guy. <laughs> like he's he only has tomorrow, you know. Like after yep. this, he lives in Jersey City. <laughs> is that where St. Peter's is? Yeah, dude. It's like it's like in the weirdest part of Jersey City. It's like between. It's like Oh, it's in Jersey City. It's in Jersey City. Yeah, but the Heights. Like, it's this, like, kind of broken campus. It's kind of cool, but it's a total, like, just plopped in the middle of a neighborhood campus. Uh, oh, good for that them. you, like, drive through when you're trying to get to, like, Ikea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's, that's the coolest part of this, is, like, right. Jersey City represent. Like, like, the only thing more mobbed up than Calipari is Jersey City. Like, <laughs> Listen, I didn't watch the Kentucky game, but everything you just said and talked about that, I, I, the game I was watching, and it's exact mirror, and, and literally across the board here, we could be talking the exact same team, and that's Memphis. Yeah. And that, I was watching that game, and they did the exact same thing. Like the, I think that guy's a freshman. Um, he's their big man who, who screwed up at the end of the, at the, end of the game and, and gave uh, Boise State like an extra possession there because he like stepped out of bounds before he even like, he was trying to save the ball. Like they kept making all these little stupid mistakes. They there was no passing. There's no offense. They have yeah. no set offense. Yeah. They just rely on their sort of athleticism and and, Wait, and you mean running it's ability by Anthony sort of Hardaway. Up and down. Anthony Hardaway is in a yeah. Big, I mean, is it a like, big ball know, movement like, guy? Larry Brown is, is, is one of his assistant coaches, and it's like you gotta have you gotta have some sort of offense for late in the games like this, especially going against teams that play incredibly tough defense. Guys were just standing around. They, they kept passing the ball around to like five seconds left and then they'd force something up or turn it over. And it was just disgusting to watch. And it's like, they've got way too much talent on that team to be this sort of bad. I mean, they're lucky they're in the tournament. Yeah. Well, they're and Penny and Penny's got to He's got to have a, he's got to have a, he's got to have a, be- these guys got to have better offensive systems. Like you can't just come in relying on freshman talent. Like you just said, to like win you games and think this is going to, you know, sort of, that's, it's not sustainable. I mean, that's why I think a team like Kansas is like destined to win this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though they usually like burn out early somehow or in the middle yeah, of the tournament. Yeah, this is a different season. Like this team, yeah, it does. And this seems like a different Kansas team. Like they're both highly rated offensively and defensively. Yeah, they, they shut people down. Like that, I, I like, I, man, it feels like a Kansas season to me. It, just, it could be. Now, yeah, without, I mean, Kentucky, I thought it was going to be there. Arizona, I think, is is really good, or seems to be really good. Gonzaga sucks again. They're going to lose to Duke. <laughs> like they're going to lose to Duke. I fucking, I hope they do. I'm fucking so out on that team. And I said this at the end of last tournament, and it has held over. I fucking don't care about Drew Timmy and the rest of those fucking Ch- uh, that, Holmgren. <laughs> that weird repressed coach of theirs. Like it looks like a fucking like a like a ventriloquist dummy. I hate that guy. I can't fuck him. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. I think they'll go to the final four again. And then once they f- face a really talented, uber athletic team, 
I, they just can't. I just don't think they can hang like you know against like Baylor last time. Well, I don't even think Baylor's gonna. I think UNC might just be. Rolling. Yeah, I think so too. UNC might be rolling. I have a bet, an early season, like per, before the season started, bet uh, on UNC to win it all that I have long since forgot about because it was just a fucking wash. Uh, and now I'm like, holy shit! Like it was like twenty five bucks to like pay like two hundred fifty or twenty five thousand or something like that. It's crazy. And it's not going to hit, but man, I'm like, ooh, there's hope. There's hope behind this bet. Yeah. Carolina is always one of those teams that once they get in the playoffs, it's in the tournament, you, you know, they're, they usually do better well, they, than kind of expected they in the right? If got, they're not performing, if they're not already one of the top five teams or something. They got railroaded out of the conference tournament. Uh, sounds like it was some bad refereeing. And that was just mm-hmm. like, let's get Duke to win this thing. Um, mm-hmm. Which didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about Duke. I have, I have a question for you or a th- thought. There, the, you know, the tournament's being played in Pittsburgh right now. Oh, is it? Yeah, we're we gonna got, go. We've got games today. I can't. Today's a busy day, but yep. Sunday there are games, and uh, and I'm trying to talk the intern into going because I think, I think I'm not. They haven't announced which, who's playing when, but it, I would either likely see Villanova or Houston, which seems Ooh. to me like worthwhile. I've always yeah. wanted to see Houston in person. If Houston's playing the evening game, I'm going. I might go by myself. If Nova's playing. And if they're playing the day game, I might just take Roscoe for like just to be like, here's your first college basketball game. Yeah, there you go. Go for like thirty minutes until he just loses his mind. And right, that'd be fun. Yeah, man, so, I would go to those with you. I know you would. I know you would. Great. Literally, everyone I know in Pittsburgh is like, well, I've got twenty seven soccer games to go to. <laughs> You'll be there in like eight my years. Wife's, my <laughs> wife's best friend's cousin's having a birthday we got invited to seven months ago, and I don't want to flake on that. And there's Hebrew practice. It's like, God, Jesus. Like, break away. Just break away. Like, it's not that hard. Luckily, with, that... With, with the intern, uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. the Greek is like down. He like, yeah, like, right. I was just going to say, like, like, he'd he'd take he'd, he would probably love it. Yeah, he's like, you want to come over and watch some soccer? We, let's do it. And then he like I come over and he just go roots against my team and <laughs> I'm like I could handle this. <laughs> you should just take you should just take him to the to the game. On Yo, Sunday. so I've been trying. So uh, the intern won't let you with the, his kid the alone. Intern, with his kid, though. oh dude, no. The intern, <laughs> the kid doesn't want to go with me either. He's like, dude, that guy's <laughs> fucking loose cannon. I don't. Yeah, that's like, this guy, yeah. he's going to get drunk and yell I'm, at everybody. I'm like know? Zach Galifianakis in the the Hangover <laughs> to this kid. They're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be incredible though <laughs> to watch. <laughs> so so or Philly is playing in Cleveland. The Sixers are playing in Cleveland in, in April on a Sunday, but it's like a six o'clock game. And I was like, James, what do you think? You want to make a road trip to Cleveland? Like you wouldn't get home till late at night. And he was like, I have school the next day. You fucking idiot. <laughs> so responsible. Yeah. It was like, oh, how far is Cleveland from you? Two hours. Oh, that's it? Yeah. I like he'd get wow. home by like eleven thirty probably. Yeah, he was late. not having it. Just like yeah. nope, it's gonna eat into my ability to be my, the best student on a Monday morning as possible. It's true, good for him. Proud yeah. of him. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what I would have said. Probably just yes, but uh, you know, I would have gone. Yeah, hard to remember what it was like seventy years ago. Uh, <laughs> 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 no idea if I would have gone yeah. somewhere with my dad. I, you know what? I would have. I would have. I would have gone somewhere with my dad's strange friend. 
Because in the the 80s, because in the 80s, it just mattered like what they drove and what kind of candy they had. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. I won't take it there. That's terrible. That's terrible. (laughs) Anyway, enough about that. Uh, Let's talk about some people who've died. Oh, great. This is great. Okay. Usually we lead the show with this, but let's, uh, we, we did a little, we did a little back and forth and now we can talk about, uh, yeah. Do you have any idea who, who, uh, I want to bring up? Razor Ramon. Yeah. He's one of them. Yeah. Uh, that was sad. Razor Ramon. He was one of my, he was one of my, I think all time favorites. I fucking hated him. Really? I didn't. I've always oh, been, the I've always been against just... wrestlers that are a character then become just guys. Yeah. I hate, I hate mankind's just like, and now I'm Nick Foley. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Reza Ramon, an offensive yeah. Mexican. And, hey, and, oh. And, and, right? Isn't that, wasn't yeah. that his thing? Yeah, or like Cuban or something, yeah. I think. Yeah. And now he's like, and, he's now, Scott Hall. and now I'm Scott Hall. Fucking yeah. what, what's up? Yeah, but I still got the toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, at least he kept his shit. I added to it. Like, I can appreciate that. Sure. Okay. So, so that's All right. I do appreciate the fact that he like got clean, got his shit together. He seemed like a really nice guy in every documentary I've ever seen that he's in. Yeah, he good like dude. he tried to help. He tried to help uh, Jake the Snake get sober. Mm-hmm. Like he's a seems like he's a, a decent guy, but I, mm-hmm. I I never did it for me as a wrestler. Okay, well, I mean, not so much like uh, uh, yeah, it's like a wrestler. He wasn't. I don't think he was great, but he just had that sort of persona and that and that style and whatever and whether yeah, whether he too, was you know his character in a sense but i don't like i don't like i don't like wrestlers that just go by their names like at all see i appreciate that more instead of just being a gimmick really i love gimmicks no I, I it's, it's so gimmicks. 80s oh dude come on like they're the the names of the, the guys are just so boring i can't even keep track of them anymore it's like <laughs> Like they had their time and it was Tom, great. I, I just hey, like now, Tom like, Richards, what's your thing? Well, well, right, like, well I wear gimmicks. jean shorts and I do kickflips or whatever. Like, but, you, like, but the, the gimmicks are so like they're they're the they're tired are, now. The gimm- like they're all, so but now all the, but now all the gimmicks are just fucking. I I I dress like a guy that drives a fucking F one fifty. Like that's yeah. all the every gimmick is just redneck dick. Like just yeah. bully. Well, like, that's the t- sign of the times right now. Yeah. Like yeah. how many fucking how many more of those guys can there? Be? Yeah, like I don't like I don't want the flamenco dancer, you know. Like I don't want. Well, like, I don't. I don't want the. I don't. I don't want the like overtly stereotypical trope either. Like I'm not saying I want to go back to the days of the Iron Sheik. Like I'm. That's no, not, not what I'm getting at. No, but I do think a Putin, a guy that was like Putiny, yeah, Russian be, bear, would be pretty funny, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, like another. I mean, like sure. I, well, I, I mean, I, that's sort of the gray area of, of those tropes, then too, maybe. But it's dangerous. Um. Uh. But but yeah, like you know, even like the Coco Beware's and like those hey, kind of like I just tread fucking lightly on Coco Beware. Listen, I love Coco, but that was a time and place, and like I just don't, I just don't want to, you know. You mean the golden era? The golden, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was. It yeah. was, you know, you're, unfortunately, you're good s- and bad. You like SoundCloud rap. And I'm still listening to fucking Dela. Whatever, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm not listening. So yes, you are. You're like vocoder. You're that's you. That's you right now. You're like, not. You're like, I don't listen to any new you're rap. Flossing, at all. You're flossing Juice World like you're Bill Simmons over there. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm I'm fucking with the heads and my backpack on. Yo, listen, Coco. I haven't listened it. to anything new in like at least ten to fifteen years. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Bro. I know, but I I'm telling you the truth. That's the one thing I'll flip back to in the old school is is my is my hip hop R and B rap music. 
There's nothing like the nineties. Those days are over, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so I can still to listen me. to him. I can so still listen to that. I can't. You're like Wu Tang's bullshit. <laughs> no one's no one's acting like fucking karate people anymore. <laughs> you just gotta have your name, Travis Scott. That's it. That's all you could do. <laughs> fucking get out of here. Well, I'm serious. Wrestling, wrestling, just it, like, I, I. First of all, I just, I actually just don't care what <laughs> who their fucking name is or what their thing I, is. I do. Clearly. Um, <laughs> like, what if Alan Alda would have been a wrestler? He can't be out there being Alan Alda. He had to be a Hawkeye. Not <laughs> forty years ago, but now he could be. Yeah, it'd be kind of a cool name, Alan. It Alda. would be. Yeah. yeah. If that's he, that's the total wrestler guy. But he would have started out as Hawkeye. Forty <laughs> years later, he's just Alan Alda now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Double he's a, a. Mat, he's, Double a, he's an old a. school mat technician. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I take it back. He, he put you in the figure four, put you to sleep. He's tall too, so he would have some gangly ass moves. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. roundhouse kicks. It's not much Alda couldn't do, and I think wrestling. Yeah. Could, I yeah. he, and he'd be a fucking beast on the mic. Oh, he'd like, be one hell of a manager. Oh, because no one could do like he's like he's he's got great flow. Yeah. But it'll be sneaky. Like no, mm-hmm. everyone just screams into the mic. Mm-hmm. But he would take it like more cerebral. Yeah. Oh, right. Great manager. Oh, great. He should do a manager turn. He should do a manager. Yeah. Um. Who else? Died? All right. Anyway, Razor Ramon, rest in peace. Who else died? Uh, we didn't do a birthday, but we did a death. <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't done rest of our birthdays. <laughs> we just, it might be easier to do deaths. Yeah, at this point, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're more common. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> the other guy, I wanted, I just want to give a shout out because I, I I loathe loathe him. He's an actor. He's dead. He just died. Okay. Um, he's one of those guys that he's he's you know, he's a, an incredible actor. Everyone loves him. He's always playing the creepiest motherfuckers. Oh, you don't like him? I there's just something about him. Not, I, I don't like. I don't not like him personally. Talk about William Hurt, right? William Hurt, yeah. yeah, yeah. But just every time I see him on a, on a show or a movie or something, I'm just like, ah, this guy again. I like that he was like a star when he was attractive, and then he kind of got bald and old, and he just became a great creep. Just like yeah, or just like yeah, yeah. His when he I don't know if you watch the show Goliath. I do. He was oh, incredible in that. So fucking good. So good. So creepy. Yeah, but so With his little clicker. Like that's my wife's introduction to William Hurt, and so in her <laughs> mind, he's just like the worst thing that's ever been around. Yes, honestly, but my he introduction might be to the worst Hurt character is like, ever is like the big chill where he's so fucking cool. Like is he? He's, he drives a Porsche and does cocaine. Like he's like he's like their like unhinged Chris, that's cool, not cool friend. Chris. That's not cool, Chris. When when you put it up against like the <laughs> likes of fucking Jeff Goldblum and you know it's like pretty cool. <laughs> like Goldblum, well, Goldblum listen. wants to be hurt. Goldblum wishes he was hurt. Goldblum, Goldblum <laughs> couldn't hold Hurt's fucking purse. Goldblum leaned into he. Goldblum knows who he is. Yeah, and he leaned into it a long time ago. I'm I, again. I'm over Goldblum too. The whole Goldblum thing. Yeah, I, I'm, listen, I, I don't care. I, you know, Pittsburgh like he guy. Get, he, get, he gets that. He gets, oh, he's a Pittsburgh guy? Oh, yeah, nice. he gets that. Uh, but yeah, li- honestly, there's not one thing I've ever seen. And he's always in stuff, or he was too, especially like the last, I think I feel like he had like a little bit of a resurgence here in the last like five to ten years. And then before that, 
he was always in these movies. Like, what, what's the one with um, like every uh, baseball movie ever? Yeah, played. he's just like in every movie, and I'm just like, oh, this guy again. Like, I got tired seeing him after a while too. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, I mean, it must have been easy to get. Like, she has something, or he'll just work, right? He's well, like, oh, you're gonna pay me great. I'll I want to, yeah, but you immediately like, it's it's a good place to be to be like, I want an Oscar, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to just do ten minutes in your movie because then you can put me on your fucking poster. You have to pay me a ton, and you've already got like a little bit of cred. Right, right. You know, like I like it's that's a pretty that's a good place to be. Listen, he's you know what he is. He's he's the Pittsburgh Steelers to me. Like I always, I I never, you know, I don't like the Steelers. Never loved them. Always rooted against them. Love hating them. But I respect I respect the game. Yeah, except for he would have had to have won six fucking Oscars. Get the fuck out of here. He's more All like right. the Seattle Seahawks. Won once, okay. never got Fair back enough. there. Fair enough. Now he's kind of looks actor. like he kind of looks like Pete Carroll. <laughs> We're calling him. A, I think we're calling him a team. Not, maybe not the Seahawks. I would say who was like big in the eight, like who had one one ring from like the eighties, like the like the Mets. Oh, oh, he's the Mets. <laughs> Is he the Mets? They have a he's couple the, though, so I don't know if that quite translates. He's the Mets. <laughs> he's definitely the Mets. <laughs> the Madoff years are the years that like you're like. Like you were just like, I fucking can't see this guy again. Anyway, yeah, it just what, what was the one? The History of Violence. Did you ever see that movie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, who's the um, oh man, who's the one actor guy? Uh, the main guy in that. I can't think of his name now. Um, but he like he just plays like this old, creepy, awful like he's sort of like the crime boss, I think, or something. If I remember it right. Oh, that's the Vigo Mortensen movie. Yeah, the Vigo Mortensen. Movie. Right. Oh, I saw that in the theaters. That is the knife fight in the in the in the room. Right? Is that that one? I think so. Where they do the yeah. knife fight in the in like naked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you know, it's a and it's a great movie. Are you sure you're not thinking about Ed Harris? Oh no, <laughs> William Hurt's in that too. William Hurt's in that too. You know, he's yeah, yeah. They're both in it. Is Ed Harris in that too? Yeah. Oh wow. Oof, boy. Yeah. I know. Ed, yeah, Ed, Ed it's Harris. just anyway. He's um. He's uh. You know, he does make. You're right. He does make everything sort of better. You know, and he's he's a really good actor. Yeah, but he's also like this. It's always he's always the same guy too, though. He's just kind of slow talking, like everything's drawn out and like slowed down, and it's just like oh, okay, enough of this guy already. And now, now I don't ever have to see him again in a movie. Nope, he's out of your fucking. So I guess hair. that's a good. Thing. He's out of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're fucking waxing poetic about fucking Razor Ramon. Like I feel I feel <laughs> well, I feel it's offensive to say the words Razor Ramon. Yeah, it probably is now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't feel good yeah. about it. Uh I, it's called Scott Hall. I, I want that's a uh, Scott Hall. Give me a break. <laughs> I will say this. Or just I, that razor? I How about think, that razor guy? <laughs> I think what like Scott and Mick and even uh The Rock, like they realized that their names were tied like McMahon owned that. So when they yeah. jumped to WCW, they were like, we're, I'm taking my name. Uh, you can have my name. I'm, I'm, I'm the wrestler. Yeah. So there's an, well, there, I mean, an empowerment in there. I don't get me wrong. I like, I know what I'm saying is like contradictory. I, I just, I wanted to take a stance. Listen, the rock had to pay, I think, uh, fees tons, to, tons. to McMahon yeah. when he was doing, even doing mo- uh, uh, movies with, with the, when he first started absolutely. out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He couldn't use it. Like he, he, at first he couldn't use the rock. And then no one knew who Dwayne Johnson was, and then he started putting Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yep. 
And then right. finally he got like the yeah. the thing. Right. Yeah, I mean so, as it turns out, McMahon's the worst. Um the worst. So quickly, do you want to jump to NBA? Or do you want to do NFL craziness? Uh we could let's talk a little NBA, I guess. All right. So I had texted you. Uh we have a new winner of the Willie Burton Award. Oh, yeah. What's this all about now? Do you know what the Willie Burton Award is? No, I kind of remember Willie Burton. He was a basketball player, right? He was. Yeah. For the Sixers and probably okay. a thousand other teams. It's the unlikely 50-point game award. Oh. I, I'm calling it the Willie Burton Award. I don't, I don't even think it's an award. But no, it's not. We no. had a winner last night. Sweet. Sadiq Bey. Oh, yes. Sadiq Bey, I think I dropped 51 last night. Mm-hmm. While everyone was watching Kentucky, Sadiq <laughs> Bey up in Detroit to 17 fans uh, pulled a Willie Burton, um, which, is, which is pretty cool. I love an unexpected 50-point game. I, last one I remember, I think Karis had one. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, okay. I think Karis LeVert had a 50-point game, which seems a little... Well, strange. Uh, Tony Delk is probably the most Ooh. famous, uh, probably the most famous fifty-point game that you would not have expected. Yeah, besides Willie Burton. Besides Willie Burton, and I think can't remember if there was any like I'm trying to think if there's others that I might be mi- missing. Oh, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer mm. dropped dropped fifty in a season when he was averaging uh, like seven points a game. Yeah, I was gonna say five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, yeah. And the story, not known for the his scoring. St- the story that I found, uh, the, the best part, the best part of the the fifty point game, uh, LeBron was asked about it, uh, and he said, "Hey, LeBron, you hear about Corey Brewer?" And LeBron says, "Nah." And he goes, "He scored fifty one tonight." And LeBron goes, "Wait, who?" <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Corey Brewer end up playing with LeBron? Probably. That's probably why. Like that's yeah. the kind of shit like LeBron like stores that. He's like, oh man, that's a deep cut. I could probably get him for like three first rounders. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Jerry West. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's my one. That's my one thing. Um, All right, I like that. I like the Corey Brewer award. Thank you. Because it's not just like a yearly thing. We could just do it whenever there's the like Corey some Brewer dude Award, goes the off Willie for Willie Burton Award. But we could maybe change it to Corey Brewer Award. It sounds. Oh, like sorry, nice Willie Burton. Did I just say Corey Brewer? Yeah, uh, but that's fine because yeah. it is the same. It could be. It could be the Tony Delk. Oh, I like the Tony Delk one too. That's a yeah. good one actually. But, but, but let's stick true to, to Willie. He deserved. He was the first. Or I think someone, we call it the Willie Burton that. the way that it's like the Academy Award, but then you call it the Delk like it's the Oscar. Ooh, yeah, the Delk. That sounds yeah. good. So so I like the Willie B Award. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> the Willie Burton that goes to Sadiq Bey, a player nice. that will never get fifty. Again. I love Sadiq Bey. I do too. We I, we loved him coming out. I of wanted. Hobbs, I wanted. Yeah, I wanted the Sixers to have him. Mm-hmm. I wanted the Nets had him. They drafted him and then they traded him away. Well, fuck the Nets. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen. What? Okay, I watched. I watched the. I watched a little bit of the Golden State. I think Boston game the other night, and I was like, man, I just love watching Golden State play. Right, like in it. Even for the most part, like you know, Boston not too bad either. Actually, yeah. When they're kind of on, when they're on point, they're, they're they've got a nice flow to them too. But I like, lo- well, I love. But Golden State is the gold standard, right? Are you saying Boston you like to watch play? Yeah, I, I I didn't mind watching them the other night. Sometimes they're a little rough to watch. Sometimes they're actually they they have a better flow and a style to them. Yeah, I like their coaching. It's right, hard. but watching Brooklyn, 
and they played uh, watching that that Dallas game the other night, and I was just like, oh my god, like Brooklyn is just it's a grind to watch them play. Dude, it's stressful. It's like it's kind of like watching Kentucky and like Memphis. Yeah. Right. It's just like, oh, here, you're all, all talent. Just go ahead and play. There's no flow. There's no flow. There's no game planning. There's no. There's no offense. It's like it's they're they're absolutely the absolute worst. Kyrie is poisonous. I like him. There's no doubt he's good at basketball. But I think you just I think people just don't like know how to play. Like he's he's too unpredictable in his game. Like he could turn he can turn and get sixty. Like he scored forty one and a half. And you're just like, but the 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 game just the team feels so discombobulated. Yeah. Also, Steve Nash is out of his fucking league. I mean, he's just a he's a a patsy, right? Like he's not. Yeah. Actually, coaching is he? He's he just stands there. He's he's terrible. Yeah. Although I I will say though when when he was gone for those three games or whatever he missed uh for whatever COVID or health whatever it was and and Jacques Vaughn coach and i was like oh great let's let's see what jacques got because he's you know he's been around a while he was actually worse i think jacques von sucks he was he was really not a player he sucks as a coach let's just yeah he doesn't even need to be around anymore so i actually appreciate mario chalmers like i don't need that guy in my life i i couldn't i i couldn't believe i was finding myself missing steve nash actually as the coach because they they did play a little better so like he has some sort of style and game to him are you a nets fan like are you actively rooting for the nets um, yeah, because they don't really have, I guess it is like a default. I mean, I mean they're, no they, the games are always on. Yeah. And I watch them more than I watch the Knicks games. Yeah. Like I watch Knicks games, but that's even, that's brutal to watch. Yeah, and like, I just can't stand Thibodeau yeah. and seeing him on the sidelines like ruins everything for me. I mean, I think being a Nets fan at this point is a little like being a Sixers fan. Like I don't like the brand of basketball that they play. Mm-hmm. I don't like foul like foul searching or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Like I don't mm-hmm. hunting. Like I don't love the like the the way that they play kind of throws off their young talent. Yeah. Um so it's like it's also a grind. And when those two play against each other, ugh. Like I thought for a minute I wanted them to play each other in the playoffs. I want no part of that. Like I don't Yeah. Like, I did those games I, would suck. I mean I watched that game when the you know when the Nets blew him out and I didn't watch it. Was, it, it was it, it was entertaining to the fact because they were like going kind of back and forth and trying to like one up each other and and there was, you know, the, the it wasn't great basketball to watch necessarily, but it was sort of fun to watch that until they started like just killing them basically, but and like and Harden pulls up lame. Uh, so it was to me like it was it was kind of fun just to see kind of what was going to happen and like who's going to like one up the other guy and all that kind of stuff and. I mean, but you're I, right. It's not. It's like it, that series might be. It, it might get ugly. I think it's f- uh, impressive to see just how much the media and people and uh, basketball fans in general just hate the Sixers. Like I think they're one of the most hated teams in basketball, and I wasn't sure of it until the Sixers lost to the Nets. And like my podcast feed had five or six episodes of like, how like just clowning on the Sixers, like just how excited people were. Everyone at the ringer, everyone at the fucking athletic, everyone just wanted, I think they were like vindicated by the Sixers losing. Like, I think that they just are a hated fucking franchise. I, I think it's Harden. Yeah. I think it's Harden because they, they just, there's, they, he's just like per guy in that personality where you, when he's doing great and he's playing, you love him. And as soon as he, he doesn't, everyone's like, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Right. Like they, it's such a, 
it's such a flip-flop, I think, in, in, with everybody sort of love and hate for that guy, like, instantaneously. Yeah. As long as he's winning, everybody loves him and the team. But as soon as, like, he he decided not to play and he, and he apparently had a leg injury, and everyone's like, yep, there's Harden again. You know, like, it, it's the same people, the exact same people who are just, they're of two voices with that guy. And now it's, and I think because of that he's on the Sixers, it's the team. Yeah. I guess I, I, I mean, I guess I'm just a true Sixers fan because I like I'm I never liked Harden, yeah. but I just want him to do good. And I like, right, he's on your team. You want him to be successful. I'm starting to see. Well, I also like how he opened up. Like he's 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 definitely. I think he's a good influence on the young players. I really do believe that. I don't think they've had like a leader on this team. And Bede's kind of to himself, a little prickly. Simmons was a knucklehead, and he was young anyway. But like, who's been like the good veteran influence on this team? Like Danny Green? Like yeah, they've they've tried to have some over the years. I think it's just never really worked yeah. out. So I kind of think Harden is like the guy that's like cracking open some of these players. Like like yeah, like, I mean he's also a superstar, and he's you know like he's you know he's going out and like partying every night or or cutting rap albums you know with some of these guys or something, and then playing the next day. You know, so it's like rap albums. Yeah, or he was in the studio with some of the couple of the I don't know, a couple of rappers. I guess there was a story about that. He was he stayed up all night in the studio. Uh, he was just in uh, he was in the studio. He wasn't actually part of the album, I don't think. But um, he was hanging out with uh, two guys. I don't remember their names. Um, you don't. But, you're Mr. SoundCloud rapper. You should know <laughs> who they were. <laughs> so like i you know like i think they respect that sort of in a way too you know with the younger guys and like that's cool and he's you know he's a good uh, he's probably a good dude he's he's just, i think he's his own dude too like he's gonna do whatever he wants and say whatever he wants kind of thing and you know I, i'm okay with that too but there's you know, a different I, I kind think, of camaraderie that happens on an nba team that we just do not get yeah like we just right. we try to predict what the culture right what that is like Embiid's birthday was the other day and the Sixers, like, there was a, there's video that got out of the Sixers singing happy birthday to, to Joel Embiid. And, like, B-Ball Paul does a dance. Like, and then you could, you're like, oh, shit. Like, then those are the moments where you start to see how, it, how teammates get along. And, in fact, I think that the best thing that happened out of the bubble was you could, like, if you, especially if you watch Matisse Thibault's, like, YouTube mm-hmm. channel. You got mm-hmm. to see how players really interact, mm-hmm. especially in that environment. You know, mm-hmm. like who hangs with who, how they talk to each other, like how they interact with with play with other players, with coaches. And I we don't fucking get it at all. Like no, like I think there's a lot of people in the media. I'm not saying we're in the media, but there's a lot of people in the media that like their vision of what a basketball team ends at like high school at their weird <laughs> Christian yeah. high school that they yeah. went to. And yeah. they think that that's how like being on a team is yeah. when you're a professional athlete, and it's fucking not. Like it's, it's not. just not. And just because you go into the locker room and interview them afterwards, that's still not the. That's not the same. It's, it's totally different. And I that's think. Totally and I think that you brought up a really good point that like, where everyone's like, it's a distraction. Harden's a distraction. There might be like, it's maybe not a distraction. It might be like, kind of like appreciated. Not appreciated, but like. It, it gives off like an like this is a superstar. This guy, yeah, can can get us there. We're right. we're here. He's up there. Look at how he lives. Let's aspire to do that. Like yeah. I want to do that. Like I'm right. 20 fucking years old. Yeah, right. I want to do that life. You know, right. like and the w- best way to do that is to fucking and still be ball great. out yeah, every night. That's what I mean for the most part. Yeah, everyone's like it's a fucking distract. Oh. It's not. Yeah, 
as long as he's playing and, he, and if he's scoring 30 to 50 points the next night, then who, who cares? Why should any of us care what he does off the court? Well, my, my other thing is like, everyone's like, he's fat and out of shape. And yeah, I'm like, dude plays fucking 40 minutes of NBA basketball game games. Like most nights, like yeah. try to do that run. Yeah. Yeah. Try, try, and tell in me, shape. And tell me as much as tell you think me how out of, Tell me how out of shape he is. Yeah, like he was out of like he yeah his weight fluctuates more than most players, but like, and maybe that's why he's a little more injured now because he's getting a little older. He can't sustain that sort of yeah. lifestyle he used to. But that's fine if that's what he chooses. That that's 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 what you have to roll with. That yeah, you knew what you're getting into when you traded for him then, or any of these any guys who are like that who might not train their ass off, who might not have the perfect physique and body, and 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 you know be in completely in shape or over shape when i the moment that i became a full-on james harden supporter on this team and it could crumble it usually does for anyone <laughs> was the other night they're playing against who has boogie cousins now i can't remember it's a denver denver and so De- boogie does like his typical like the just every, i fucking hate when people do this when i play basketball like they just swat at the ball and they, uh-huh. they don't care if they get arm or ball yeah, they, like some t- especially after a plays over. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like off yeah. of like a weird like rebound or whatever, just yeah. like that. Like oh, I missed the shot, so now you came down with it. I'm gonna try one swipe. Yeah, and it like even if it doesn't, it usually doesn't work, but you always get hurt. Mm-hmm. And he did that shit, and and James fucking threw his arm back, and then and then Boogie tried to like get in his face, and like do that like oh you fo- you hard kind of thing, and Harden just fucking like got just like chest up head up and just fucking look just stared at him like no fuck no no body language at all just all eyes and boogie's doing that thing where you like laugh where you're mm-hmm. like oh yeah right like you know and he just fucking got and then the, the refs came and put him away and i was like there's not another player on the sixers that could fucking pull that stare off there's not anyone that's not gonna buckle the fucking boogie trying to antagonize them out of their game and i was like that's a fucking superstar like that was a superstar move i was so impressed I see. That's funny because I have a totally opposite take on that. Really? Yeah, because I just thought Harden was like, well, I can't back down. And so his only move is just to stand there, not say anything. Dude, no And not way. flinch. Boogie fucking, Boogie bitched out. Boogie, Boogie, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Boogie, Boogie has a lot less to lose. I mean, Boogie was antagonizing him. Yeah. Of course he was. And I appreciate that too about him. Because like Harden like tried to be like, don't touch me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Boogie's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Whoop his ass. Yeah, well, no one's whooping each other's ass anymore. I know. You know, I saw, like, actually, I was just watching the, the, the North Carolina game yesterday, and the, the exact same play happened where they, the guy, the Carolina guy, like, stepped uh, at the, over the midcourt line. And so they called, the, the, they called the, the, the call. The ref did. And then and the Carolina guy was like, what? Like, what? he didn't know he stepped out of line. He kind of was a little bitching and kind of confused. And then the... Um, uh, who were they playing? Um, was UNC playing? Yeah, who was UNC playing? Uh, like, I can't think of it now. I think they were playing like Marquette. Oh yeah, Marquette. And the Marquette guy swiped at the ball that the UNC guy was still holding. He was like cradling it. And the, guy, the Marquette guy swiped at the ball and the UNC guy like pushed him away and was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? And then like they kind of had words. And then all of a sudden this other Marquette dude just came bum rushing in and like shouldered like three people and got in everybody's faces. It was like, what's up? What's up? What's up? You know? And then the refs came in. It was just like, Whoa, what the whoa, what are you doing, man? Like just yeah. the third guy didn't need to come in, first of all. Yeah. And the other two guys were just having their moment. But I was like, you you don't need to be swiping at the ball like that. Uh, like there's no reason to swipe at a ball like that. You're just trying to start something. 
I, I, and the other Marquette, the third Marquette, the second Marquette guy was like, it totally was trying to get someone to like to fuck throw up. a punch or get aggro, you know, yeah. at him and like do something. So, you know, and like, it was just, it's a total Pat Bev move, man. And I, yeah. I, I do, I don't appreciate that either. I hate that shit. I t- it just bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. It bugs the shit out of me too. Um, but again, someone like Harden, I'm kind of okay with it because he kind no, of, he's, he's a nickel and dimer himself. Maybe, maybe it just was me being a homer. I was proud of him. I loved bit. it. I loved it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, call me out. We don't have That's to fine. agree on everything, Chris. No, we don't. That's fine. Uh, listen, of- I'm, listen, I'm of two minds with Harden anyway, right? Because I, I love him uh, at times, and I hate him at times because of the way he plays in his style. I mean, I don't love the, like, still trying to get the, the foul on every step back. Right, like, right. Just go to the hole. Which he's also getting. He's getting it seems, I feel like maybe this is the anti-homer in me. I feel like he's getting a lot more calls now that he's a sixer. I agree with that. Especially like the rip throughs and the arm calls as he's driving to the basket and those kind of things where he wasn't getting, he hardly was getting any of them in the nets, which was weird because that's what he was used to. And then they were like, no, we're not calling him anymore. Yeah. But now we are going to call him sometimes. Yeah. Now they're back to calling him. I'm like, all right, I don't understand how this works. I think that's weird too. And if I was, if I was playing against the Sixers, I would be incredibly frustrated because all they want to do is like get fouled. Yeah, and it's working, and it's like it's um, anyway. So it'll work in the uh, playoffs too. One, I just want to give one props and shout out here, maybe to end basketball, and that's Popovich, man, all time winning as coach. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's great, man. It's yeah. awesome, and he did like oh, three hundred less games than Donnie Nelson, who's who's now in second place. Yeah, I like Don Nelson. Though. I like Don Nelson too. I I like Don better than I like Pop. I like. I'm I out, like them both. I'm they a, both have their I'm, own kind of style. I'm out on Pop. I started out on Pop, and then I liked him. And now I don't like him anymore. You're out on him again? I'm out on him. All right. He could have given Becky the fucking reins. He could have done something great. And he, it's like, he's like every other fucking baby boomer. Just move a fucking side. <laughs> Stop hold, Like, you, you're, you're irrelevant. You're irrelevant. You're tripping upstairs. You're eating ice cream. Like, like let someone else, like, do things, run things. Like, you don't have to be the boss till you die. You know? Sure. I get that. I just, it's, it's, I, I get that across the board with everything, especially when you're not like politics, succeeding. sports. That's what I mean. Like if you yeah. were, if you were like the best, but that's the thing is like, you're not the best. Not anymore. So, I mean, he it. is the best, but technically, I mean, now that you got your fucking record, can you please just give someone else a fucking chance? It like, sounds like one more season and then he's probably done. Great. A fucking year of all f- of us fucking watching the most boring fucking David Robinson highlights. Like I can't wait. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> he's such a Spurs hater. Fuck him. Back out <laughs> on him. One last basketball thing I'm, from, on my oh. end. Okay. Uh, I want to say, like, because we were talking about fighting a little bit and, like, the, the guy, first guy coming in, I, I will say, as much as I find Michigan basketball frustrating, I fucking love Musa Diabate. I think he's going to be a fucking awesome NBA player. Like, he's, he, and he was the only guy that, like, he was the guy that was like, I'll, fi- I'll fight anyone on Wisconsin. Like, <laughs> let's go. And he's like, I just like his, I like his attitude. I like his body. Uh, I think he's going to be a great player. I th- like, I hope he stays another season and doesn't pull a Nassir Little and end up like nowhere. Uh, I think he's, even though he's probably like could move into the, into like the first round right now. I, I love him. You get another chance to watch him because they snuck past uh, Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Uh, they so, crushed it in the second half of that. Yeah. I mean, they were down bad in the first, and I was like, oh, they're, they're going to get destroyed game. by Tennessee. Tennessee's probably very good. Uh, yeah. But I, but I, I, if you do, do get a chance to watch him, that's, he's the guy. Like, he's just, right. he's got a great, you know, I, right. I like him. I just wanted to say it now because I'm on the bandwagon. 
And when he's a fucking four-time <laughs> NBA All-American, whatever. When he, sco- when he wins the Willie B Award in like five years? He might. He might. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, <laughs> he's a perfect candidate. He's a perfect candidate. Um, all right. We can move away. We have like 15 minutes left or whatever we want. Um, I, uh, you've, you've, got, you've got in your show notes, which is nice to see, uh, NFL craziness? Uh, or is that not necessary? I mean, it's not really necessary. There's just... I, this is probably the craziest offseason we've ever encountered and witnessed. Like so much crazy shit is going on with this with this right now. This is incredible. It's amazing. Like Trubisky is the starting quarterback for the Steelers. Or Baker he? Mayfield is a little bitch and nobody wants him, but yeah. then nobody wants to trade the Browns don't want to trade him now though, which is fucking fucked up. He I mean that move so for people that don't know, uh Baker Mayfield like they were, the Browns were talking to Deshaun Watson. And Baker Mayfield like tweeted out like, "Thanks for the memories, y'all." Like I tried my best, <laughs> and then they, then D- Deshaun Watson was like, "I want to go to fucking Cleveland," and yeah. then he was like, uh, "Just can check out my latest State Farm ad. Uh, what's up?" Like I'm like, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, how did you like? Is any I, I was shocked to learn he's been around for six seasons. Yeah, that's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah, I don't. Who wants Baker Mayfield? The uh, the Colts, the Seahawks. Really? Maybe. Oh, dude. There's a there's a little there's a little smoke there. I don't know. Don't do it. It feels such a it feels like such a Carol move. Don't do it. Oh um, my I, I will God. say this, and I don't like I don't like Baker Mayfield at all. I, I can't stand him. I can't stand his commercials, sucks. his whole persona, and that personality, and the whole fucking thing. He sucks. Sucks. But there was this last season. He was injured. And I, maybe even the season before a little bit with, and he's had maybe two bad shoulders or shoulder surgeries now or something. So, but before that, he he was putting up decent stats. Yeah, Derek, and he wasn't the worst. Derek Anderson. Right now, he's the worst, and maybe his shoulder shot. And I don't know if it's worth like taking a chance on him or not. Not at all, dude. Go but after better, he's better than what, what's, he's better than Drew Locke. Go after Jameis. No one's better than Drew Locke. <laughs> In fact, I would I would I would disagree with that statement. Like in in genuinely, he's not better than Drew Locke. I think he's way better than Drew Locke. He's put up better numbers in in that time frame. So. Well, they, Drew Locke's only, just only been around for a couple of seasons. Don't worry about it. Listen, we've they've already people have already broken down Drew Locke's career. Yeah. And one of the guys on the Athletic did it, and he did he has like with video and stuff, and then he shows like he he has like a five game stretch. I think is maybe his rookie year. Where he was like, he put up good numbers, not great, but good numbers, and it it was like it was interesting and stuff. And then someone else sort of went off of that, and they were like, "But look at the the the, the five teams he played against that year were in the in the bottom ten of like defenses in the league that year too." Odell Beckham Jr. is all I have to say to you, and is is a, like the argument. Well, there is no comparing Baker that Mayfield. At all. What I'm saying is like Baker Mayfield had OBJ, he couldn't fucking get the guy the ball. He goes to an, oh, another you're talking. Team. Oh, okay, sorry. And then suddenly, like OBJ. Now, I I don't think OBJ wasn't open. Like I don't like I'm. I feel like he was open. Baker Mayfield just he wasn't looking at him. He wasn't quarterback. To him. Now, could Drew Locke have hit him? Probably not. So, like I'm, I I tend to agree with you. I'm mostly just probably just taking the the being the devil's <laughs> advocate here. But I do think Drew Locke is a talented quarterback, and I I a lot wonder. Of guys are talented. I wonder in these instances, like how like the trial size, the trial size of things or, or, or of how, how long a player gets to attempt to being a starting quarterback isn't enough to really see who they are. I think in a lot of instances, Drew Locke probably is never going to get another chance. 
Mason Rudolph's probably never going to get another chance. But who's to say, with the right team built around them, that they couldn't be star star quarterbacks? Do you know, like... I don't think... I, I, think that, I think the talent is obvious at this point that they're not star quarterbacks. Could they be starting quarterbacks and sort of... You know, and, and that's sort of where this... Where, with Drew Locke and this theory... Uh, with this theory could take place, is that if Seattle kind of creates this good enough defense and, and has this Carroll philosophy of just running the ball, sort of protecting protecting the ball playing great defense and they could win, you know, seven to 10 games, maybe potentially as long as drew lock is sort of just as a game manager. Yeah. Right. And like, that's, that's been done. It's been done plenty of times. Like teams have gone to the super bowl with that, you know? And so over the years, and so there, there is like, there's that, I think theory, but I think that's your ceiling. I agree with that. Right. Like he's, he's not going to be, I mean, you know, I, I don't even, even want to say pro bowl because that doesn't mean anything, but yeah. you know, he's, he's not going to be an all pro. He's not going to be putting up incredible stats. He's not going to be putting up these great touchdown to interception ratios. You know, he's not, he's not going to, he's not going to be Matt Ryan even or something. Right. In best like, case he's Matt Ryan. Maybe at best case. And now I'm not even, not even peak Matt, Matt Ryan, right. you know, like, you know, Matt Ryan actually had a really good season last year. He was just on a terrible team and, and he, you know, everyone thinks he sucks, but like, and that's kind of what Baker Mayfield is like Baker Mayfield, like two years ago had a really good season, put up decent stats. Yeah. Um, like, so there's like, that's the problem. Like you keep, you know, it, it's kind of, it's almost like the Tyrod Taylor kind of thing where it's like, an, or, or, uh, what's like even Ryan Fitzpatrick where he's playing well enough to win you some games. He's also going to lose you some games and you're going to be stuck right around 500. I think Ryan, you know, Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick is it like so? It's an interesting thing. Like, like the, with Baker Mayfield, I think you could compare Baker Mayfield and Ryan Fitzpatrick's careers. Like, mm-hmm. if given enough chances and and allowed to play like the way he quote unquote wants to play, who's to say that Baker Mayfield couldn't like have a Ryan Fitzpatrick turn in his career? Definitely. With the, but how many? Fu- but then, how good is Ryan Fitzpatrick? He's not that good, right? And He's I'm not tired. that good. I'm tired of that guy. Yeah. And I think, right. And but that's I, what all these guys, they bounce around. They keep getting chance after chance after chance because there's no one else. And they're like, oh, let's just try this guy. Never worked for anyone else. But maybe we're the team that could like make unlock this. Yeah. I feel like... Do you, Pun intended. What, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of... Anyway, to go back to your original point, there's a lot of craziness, a lot of like vacancies in the quarterback position. No one really knows what's going to happen. It's a perfect storm. No one Fucking, really knows what's going to happen in the draft because there's not a great quarterback draft class, potentially. I mean, I, lo- I love this whole with the Packers thing and, and Aaron Rodgers agreeing to come back and even knowing, apparently, that, that they were going to trade... Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. This is incredible. I know. And that the AFC West, like each team is just trying to outdo each other now at this point. I know. Time. It's great. I've heard... And what- I love how Devontae Adams wants to go to the Raiders to play with his bestie Derek Carr. Yeah. Who's going to, apparently he's already bought a house and lives right next to him in Vegas. That's awesome. Which is incredible. Yeah. And they're like, they were college teammates of Fresno state. And like, they were just like, I want to go play with him. I, he's my guy. Have Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'm done with this drama. Yeah. I'm fucking him over. Even though we were, I said we were going to be tied together. Basically some point during the season, early in the off season. Later. A Rodge. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. All I love, of it. I love it too. It. I've heard rumors that that uh, Vaughn Miller's going to go back to Denver. No, he signed with Buffalo. He did? Oh, I'm, yeah. I really? Oh, Jesus, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. He's at Buffalo? He's in Buffalo. A huge contract. That's so stupid. Huge contract. Six years, like $182 what? million dollars or something. 
Wow. It's incredible. Get your money, man. Get paid. Wow. Well, Chandler Jones is a Raider too now. I like this is honestly, I was like the Raiders. You know, I, I don't know what to make of them now. Oh, I love Derek Carr, but I, don't, I love him too. I don't still, think he's still the fourth best you know, team like, in that division. Maybe that's Baker Mayfield's ceiling is Derek Carr. Oh, that's, maybe that's asking too much. Yeah, but that, Derek that, Carr really hasn't done anything yet either. No, he hasn't. He's managed to, but he's been given enough of a chance. I guess that goes back to my original point. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he was given enough a chance of a chance to do to do to. Well, okay. The one, the one factor with with Baker and with Drew Locke is that they haven't had the same coaching staff for like four years in a row, you know. And maybe Derek Carr hasn't really either. He had with Gruden now, I guess maybe. But he's, you know, they're, you're right. They're, they're no, they haven't been given a chance. But then maybe the other side of that coin is that like they haven't shown anything to be given that chance to prove themselves because they keep the team keeps failing as a whole, and they're part of that equation. I watched enough Baker Mayfield this season to tell you you don't want him on your team. Oh, I agree with you. you but who he, do you want? You you have not answered that question yet. Who for the Seahawks? You, yeah. Oof, man, I, I my choices aren't good here. Honestly, at this point, this goes back to Brian Fitzpatrick. Like, I'd rather just get, have them give it to him as a free agent. So I'm talking strictly as free agents because I don't really want them to trade for anybody to give up any sort of value because I think that was a huge mistake. Even so, let's be. I'll be clear on that. I don't want unless they unless they're giving like a six round pick for Baker Mayfield. Okay. You know, I don't I don't want him. Right. And the same goes for uh, who would be the other guy, like Minshew or something. Right. Like, like, I'll take him off your hands. I'll give you very little minimum. I'm not giving a fourth round pick, maybe not even a fifth round pick, unless there's some other finagling there. Like, I'll give you a pick back or something, blah, 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 blah. Otherwise, like Mariota. Fitzpatrick, that's where Fitzpatrick always like shines because they're like, well, there's no one else. Let's just go with him. I know. You know, and so it's like Mariota is like, honestly, well, okay, to be truthful, I want Kaepernick. Yeah. Well, I, I want him to give him a shot. Just give him a shot. Try him out. But even, even Carol sidestepped that fucking question the other day in his press conference. What the fuck does Carol like have to lose? Yeah, exactly. 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 But he's a bumbling idiot. He's the, he's the worst <laughs> interviewer. He's another fucking boomer that won't just. He's another boomer who doesn't go away or doesn't shut yep. up. And he keeps, and he does this on purpose though. And he keeps talking throughout the interview. So he doesn't have to answer as, as, as few questions as possible. Right. And he just keeps rambling and rambling and rambling. He makes no sense and ties everything together about so, competing so, and all that shit. But then he says, so but he doesn't want to give Kaepernick the chance to compete. He's so Tomlin adjacent because Tomlin does, he, does, he doesn't do that, but he makes up these dumb sayings just to distract people <laughs> that, ma- that make no sense. It's skill, man. It's a skill. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I sort of appreciate it in a way, but it drives me fucking crazy. Uh, so, so you want Tannehill is what you're saying. Or not, Mariota. Same thing. Yeah, I guess I'll take Mariota. If, 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 if I'm not getting Kaepernick, Mariota is probably the best option of all the free agents out there. If, if the six or Sixers, if the Steelers are tanking, if they're truly tanking this season, I, I'm stoked on Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. So yeah, I would have been stoked on Trubisky. He would have been, that would have been incredible. The only other guy I would consider, because I know Seattle's not necessarily tanking and they're going to try to compete, even though they suck. Then, it, and if Deshaun Watson goes to Atlanta, then I'd be, I would take Matt Ryan for a year or two. I love it. I'll be with that. But I don't think I, uh, Matt Ryan, honestly, Matt Ryan should probably go to Cleveland <laughs> at that point. Because <laughs> I think they would be really good with Matt Mayfield, Ryan and they crazy. would actually have a legit shot at like with playoffs and, 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 and going farther than they have in the last couple of years with Baker. Whoever is your starting quarterback the week, first week of the season, I like if there is a 
if there is a, a jersey produced for it, I am buying you it. <laughs> Please don't. Mayfield, <laughs> Locke, you name it. You're getting it. If it's Locke, I'll accept it. If it's anyone else, I, I, I don't want it. Man, I would love for it to be Locke, but it probably isn't. It might be at this point. I don't know. Like maybe I, I, I'm because they're not picking anyone up, and maybe they're just waiting until the draft or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're definitely. Pick up a, Let's. Yeah, well, the conversation is better to be had after the draft. Yeah, because I just I, with Pete, I, I like they keep saying like he, they love him and they loved him coming out of college, which isn't an endorsement that they think it is. It shouldn't be. Uh, they don't have a great history with quarterbacks, except for hitting on Russell Wilson. Yeah, and so like I, there's there's things there that I'm worried about. Like they, they have to pick someone else up and not just in the draft. They have to pick up another guy to compete. And if it's Geno Smith, then I'm going to lose my fucking shit because you're not going to have Geno Smith competing with Drew Locke to be the starting uh, quarterback. I hope so. That's my dream. That's my dream. That'll be my favorite team. All right. We have, cause we, you're not competing then you're not actually competing. I know. I love you're it. Full of shit. I love it. It's the best kind of competition. Yeah. The poor Jesus could come back. That's just, that's your, as your third stringer. Charlie Whitehurst would yeah. be incredible. Uh, get Matt Flynn back too. Like, give him another chance. Everybody, the whole get the team, get the gang back together. Get Rick Meyer in here. Yeah, you should go for go after Case Keenum as your third option. That would be that my would dream be team. That would be great. Uh, I have so quickly. We have a couple minutes left. We haven't talked to any gambling. I have one thing I wanted to bring up as an option. Uh, no one listens to this, but I don't give a shit. Uh, it's the last week of uh, rugby Six Nations. That's right. That's how quick it goes. They just play each other once, and that's a wrap. I love it. It's a the there's a thing called the Grand Slam. That's if you sweep each team, if you beat everybody. It's Grand oh. Slam. That's like the ultimate prize. How many uh, times has that happened? Uh, it's happened. I don't know if it's happened for a couple of years. It's it's it's, but it happens. Prob- I'd say like once every five years. Or okay. Like, it's it's rare-ish. It's hard mm-hmm. to do. Right. Uh, so France right now has a chance to win the Grand Slam. They play England on Sunday. England is is playing for every ounce of respect left. Like they've never finished the, they haven't finished this low in like 20 years. So they they need to win to not finish below third position and it's just purely for respect. But that's how rugby plays. Uh England is also the wor- like they're the wor- the villain. They're the worst. Like they play dirty. They bitch about everything. They just the, the England just put it in your head they're the worst. They were feisty against Ireland last week. So I'm nervous that they could beat France. So if France does in fact lose, not only would they not win the um well, let's let me back up. Ireland is the only other team that could potentially win the tournament. They but they lost to France, but they're the only other team. Ireland if Ireland beats Scotland on Saturday and France loses to England, Ireland wins the championship and France doesn't get the grand slam. Okay. Do you, are you following? I think so. So, if Ireland loses, France loses, France still wins, but they don't win the Grand Slam. Sure. If Ireland wins, and France wins, France wins because France beat Ireland. So, if you look at DraftKings right now, if Ireland to win the tournament is plus 250, which is pretty good because all they have to beat is a shitty Scotland team, and France has, would lose to, a, to an England team that's playing for every, like, pure respect. So I think that there's a little value in putting some money on the Ireland future of them winning the Six Nations tournament. Um, though I am rooting for France to win, to, to sweep and to win the, the Grand Slam. 
because they're okay. the, the host of the Rugby World Cup next year. It's good for France rugby. It's good for global rugby. And uh, it's time to like have a different team win this thing. Well, great. So though, so I'd say gamblers bet on Ireland, but fans root for France. And no one's listening to this. No one gives a shit. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> and with that, that was not for nothing, folks. Go have uh, yourself. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Bye. <laughs>